We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast, your premier podcast for all things Oregon football and recruiting. Super happy and super stoked to be back with you guys for another episode of the pod and another edition of the Oregon Recruiting Hour. And if you guys are new here, this is something that I like to do usually once a week if I can. Things have been a little hectic and I haven't really been able to do the podcast as much as I have wanted to. So apologies for that. Apologies for the late start today. Uh, just kind of trying to, to crank out some stories heading into the weekend here. Got some recruiting updates. Uh, so that being said, there is a ton of really good stuff over on DucksDigest.com. If you guys haven't been able to check it out, highly recommend you go over there. I got my uh, score prediction story. I got um, five questions with a Utah reporter ahead of tomorrow's huge game between number eight, Oregon, and number 13, Utah on the road in Salt Lake City. Uh, you got injury stuff for the Utes, my offensive and defensive keys to the game for the Ducks. So tons of really good stuff over there. Please go do me a favor and check out DucksDigest.com. That's where you can always read all of my written stuff. But man, we got some stuff to talk about because it is an active, active time for Oregon on the recruiting trail coming to you guys live right now on a couple different spots, YouTube at Oregon football, Max Taurus, Twitter at M Taurus sports, and even on the ducks digest Facebook account. So wherever you guys are tuned in to today's episode, really, really happy to have you guys along. If you guys have uh, any questions for me, go ahead and throw those in the live chat. I love doing live streams because it gives you guys direct access to me and I can answer your questions. I was on with Ryan Winter, aka Sports Chat 503, earlier on this week before he made the trip out to Salt Lake City. I won't be in Salt Lake City, but I will be in Eugene next weekend for Oregon against Cal, as well as the following weekend and throughout that whole week for uh, Oregon versus uh, USC. So cannot wait to be back in Eugene. Those are just a couple of uh, housekeeping items to start us off here on today's show. First guy I want to talk about is someone that I actually just finished writing about, uh, but I was at a game last night here in Long Beach. So I want to talk about Dylan Williams, 2024 Oregon linebacker commit. 
out of Long Beach Poly. Uh, I've gotten to see Dylan a lot in person since I moved out to Southern California uh, last summer slash fall. And man, I, I'm I'm more impressed with this guy almost each time that I see him. He is just an absolute stud. Um, him and the Jackrabbits took home a 56 to 14 win on Thursday night over the Long Beach Jordan Panthers. That was the last game of the regular season for Polly. So they took home the more league title with that win on Thursday night. And Dylan Williams had himself a really good game defensively. Uh, I saw him involved in TFL and was just kind of all over the place, did a good job of containing Panthers quarterback, Jared Nielsen, who uh, likes to run it a little bit when he can. They also had to contain Arizona running back commit, Jordan Washington, who is one of the fastest players in the state. He was number two in the 100 meters last year behind only Oregon true freshman corner now, uh, Roderick Pleasant. So he's a big-time playmaker that the Jackrabbits had to try to contain. He did have two touchdowns on the night, but the uh, the Long Beach Poly defense was dominant in their win over Long Beach Jordan on Thursday night. Got to, got to check in with Dylan after the game just to kind of get some of his thoughts on his senior year and kind of the latest that's going on with him. And I always like these interviews. I wasn't really expecting to hear anything new when I talked to him, but it's always great to just kind of chat with these guys. He talked to me before the season about how he wanted to win the the Moore League, um, the Moore League championship. That was one of his goals for his senior year. And if you guys aren't too familiar with the Moore League down here in uh, Southern California, that has teams like Long Beach Poly, Long Beach Wilson, Long Beach Milliken, Long Beach Jordan. I think Compton is also in that league. So that just kind of uh, Lakewood as well. I think Lakewood used to be uh, a big powerhouse program out here in the Long Beach area, but Long Beach Poly has been utterly dominant. I mean, for, for so long, the Ducks got Dalen Austin, a 2023 all American cornerback out of Long Beach Poly last year, they flipped him from LSU and, um, now they got Dylan Williams coming in, and he's looking like a guy that is going to be capable of at least competing for snaps early. I mean, he's a physical guy, uh, athletic guy, even played some tight end yesterday in that game, and and he's actually going to be playing some more tight end as they get into the playoffs here. And I was looking at the bracket and talking to some folks on Thursday night, and Long Beach Poly might even draw a matchup against St. John Bosco. Um, I think that is a, a huge matchup. Um, I'm going to be in Eugene, so I actually might end up missing that one. But that's a that's a possibility for Dylan Williams and, and Long Beach Poly. So that's a matchup to, to keep an eye on. But he had a touchdown catch uh, at playing some tight end last night, and it actually got overturned. Not overturned, but it was ruled incomplete. He clearly had a touchdown uh, had a foot down. You could see it in my video over on my Twitter account at mtorus sports. And he did have control over it as well, but you know, those are the breaks sometimes just fun to see him. Uh, another thing that he, he mentioned was, um, that a couple of schools are still recruiting him and you can find, uh, the full interview, full quotes over on ducksdigest.com. So just, just got to mention that cause I'm not going to hit on all of it here today, but he talked about Miami Utah, Penn State, um, as a, as some schools that are still recruiting him pretty heavily. Michigan State as well. This was a Michigan State versus Oregon recruitment. 
before he committed to the Ducks in July. Uh, but he said that he's he's 100% duck lock. Uh, he doesn't have, you know, fans don't have to worry type of a deal. He's going to be enrolling early. And um, I think, yeah, like I said, he's a guy that could potentially, um, you know, make an early impact for the Ducks. He's one of three four-star linebackers that Dan Landon and the Ducks have committed here in the 2024 recruiting class, uh, along with Braden Platt and Kamar Matuti, who is also a Southern California native playing his senior year at Los Alamitos. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So I'm really liking this linebacker hall. I think the Oregon linebacker hall might be my favorite position group in this class, but... I don't think the Ducks are done on the defensive line. Uh, they're surging for guys like Elijah Rushing, Jericho Johnson, uh, to name a few. Also going after Solomon Williams out of the state of Florida. So when this is all said and done, you guys, Oregon's defensive line hall could end up being the very best in the entire country. Uh, we're talking even better than Georgia, possibly. They did beat out the Bulldogs for five-star defensive lineman Aiden Breland out of modern day not too long ago, um, you know, just about two weeks ago, I think it was. So the the Ducks have a top 10 class right now, 23 verbal commitments uh, with Breland being that headliner. So definitely wanted to start off today's show just talking about uh, Dylan Williams and, and kind of where things are at with him. He said he's going to try to get up for the USC game just to get one more visit in, one more time in Eugene before he has to get up there and uh, enroll as a, as a um, true freshman early enrollee. And one of the last updates that I got from him uh, was actually, I, I always like to ask commits, you know, are there any guys that you're peer recruiting that you want to uh, have join you um, in Eugene once you're, once you're there playing your college ball? And there was one name that, that came to mind and he was very quick. There was uh, there was no hesitation. 2024 running back Nathaniel Frazier out of Santa Ana Modern Day. 
this is another guy that I've heard about multiple times now, right? I, I got you guys that update after I went to see Breland last week, and, and he said that he was trying to to flip Nate Frazier along with uh, Brandon Baker. So we'll talk a little bit here about Nate Frazier and the Ducks as far and also um, Brandon Baker here in the 2024 recruiting class. Just waiting for this ad to go away, and then I'll get the highlights up. We got Nate Frazier. He's currently committed to Georgia, for those of you guys that don't know. And uh, Oregon was one of those schools that was relatively early in terms of the, the offer for Nate Frazier. I mean, this dude's just a stud. Every time you see him play, he's a beast. Uh, I think he had a pair of touchdowns when I saw him last week in modern day's blowout win over Orange Lutheran. And then Tim Minacci is asking the question here, what chance does Oregon have of flipping Brandon Baker and Nate Frazier? 90% or 50% or 10% or 0%. Um, I mean, I can start off. I, I don't, I think that the Brandon Baker flip is a long shot. And I say that because I think that their priorities are really with Jordan Seaton out of IMG, as well as Eddie Pierre Luis out of Tampa Catholic Two Florida standouts. Seaton was the five-star that was on campus last weekend for an unofficial visit. Wasn't his first trip to Eugene. And I don't think it's going to be his last trip either because that was an unofficial visit for Seton. He is going to, uh, in my opinion, I think he's likely going to come back for an official visit. He's an early signing period guy. So that kind of means that Oregon has a limited window here to get him back on campus. I think the USC game is probably the most likely, uh, even though that's only a couple of weeks away, I think that's just going to have a bigger draw or you could sit in the Cal game. That's for sure. Or you could talk about the Oregon state game. That one comes right after Thanksgiving. Uh, that they're going to have that one. So I I don't think that Brandon Baker is, uh, I mean, I think he's a guy that, that, that uh, at one point I really thought that Oregon was in the lead for him. And I thought that he was going to be headed to Eugene. I even put my prediction in for him, but then as it came time and came closer to a decision, I was getting a lot of Intel that was saying it was trending towards Texas. And what do you know? Brandon Baker is a longhorn, a longhorn. Um, so I think that uh, Brandon Baker, I, I wouldn't get your hopes up on him right now. As for Nate Frazier, he said that the contact between him and Oregon has only ramped up since Aiden Breland committed to Oregon, uh, which makes sense, right? I'm sure they're saying something along the lines of, "Hey, we got Aiden, and we'd love to get um, we'd love to get another modern day guy in the fold here um, for for this 2024 class." And I've told you guys from the jump that. And maybe not the jump, but for a long time, I've been telling you that Nate Frazier has been Oregon's top running back target in all of the 2024 class. They already have Dejon Riggs out of St. John's um, committed in this class from the Washington, D.C. area. And then Jason Brown Jr. is a little bit of a question mark for me. I still have my prediction on Oregon, uh, but I think I have to see what's going to happen as far as him setting a commitment date. And, you know, what the latest intel is there. I haven't really heard anything super new on J Jason Brown Jr. out of Seattle O'Day High School. Uh, that one's an Oregon versus Washington battle after he initially announced the top three of Oregon, Washington, and Michigan State. But with Michigan State firing Mel Tucker, you figure that they're probably out of it for Jason Brown Jr. And uh, Washington wants to capitalize on this opening with Jason Brown Jr. So, if it really comes down to it and uh, Oregon has a choice, I feel like they would probably prefer Nate Frazier. I just think he's a, a bigger back, a little bit more well-rounded, 
um, and has a super, super high ceiling. Uh, he's definitely a bigger back, like I said, than Jason Brown. And um, Jason Brown's talented, awesome kid. I've gotten to meet him uh, a couple of different times. You know, he's always a great interview. Um, but yeah, if it came down to it, I think that Oregon uh, would probably go for Frazier. They're going to keep pushing there. I think he is an early enrollee guy, but I got to check. I know he did track this past spring, um, but you know, Georgia usually likes to try to get their guys in there uh, as early enrollees. That's typically the case. Um, so that's kind of the latest I have with, uh, with, um, Nate Frazier. I think that he's, uh, I guess I'd say realistic flip for Oregon. Uh, I don't, I'm not making that prediction right now, but, uh, that Breedland commitment certainly, certainly only helps Oregon's efforts here to flip Nate Frazier away from his Georgia Bulldogs commitment. That was a pledge that was made in August. So as far as chance of flipping, um, let's see. I would say Frazier, or sorry, I'd say Brandon Baker, I guess 10 if I have to choose from this list here. And then maybe I'll go 50% for, for Nate Frazier. Uh, the confidence meters or scales are always a little bit tricky when it comes to recruiting, but I can tell you that it's more likely they flip Nate Frazier, I think, than Brandon Baker based on the latest that I'm hearing in the 2024 recruiting class.